the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Abraham Lincoln warned that the philosophy of the schoolroom in one generation will be the philosophy of government in the next. Would you like to know what's being taught in today's classrooms? Welcome to Say What? with attorney Mark Schneider and Pastor George Roska Jr. They'll explore the issues facing children, parents, and society as a result of the public schools and the forces behind them. Say What? is the radio program of Protect Our Kids, which seeks to inform and equip concerned citizens about the looming crisis in American education. So listen in as your hosts, Mark Schneider and George Roska Jr., unpack the issues and organizations affecting our children. And now here's your hosts, Mark Schneider and George Roska Jr. Hello everyone, I'm George Roska. And I'm Mark Schneider. And we want to welcome you to today's episode 77 of Say What, where we talk about the threats to our children in the public school system, including the Biden's administration egregious overstep of authority in attempting to hijack Title IX. Of the Civil Rights Act, uh, George, Title IX um, is the education arm of the civil rights laws of the 1960s and 70s. And it was a huge win, um, for women, you know, in equality, um, in the, in the education system here in the United States. And here we are 50 years later watching it being completely trampled and obliterated by the whole transgender revolution. And this is the sad part. Um, and, and especially for people in my generation who never really understood what Title IX was. Um, you know, I've had to go back and educate myself on, on why is Title IX so important? Um, and, and after having done that, um, I, I realize this was a big deal. Yeah. What, what 1968 was to, you know, the, the, the racial relations in America, right? 1972 was to kind of e- equality amongst men and women. Right. Um, and so here we are. 50 years later, yeah. and instead of celebrating, you know, 50 years of some really good legislation, right, that's all being torn apart piece by piece by the Biden administration. Yeah, this is part and parcel of what you and I have talked about in the past being the language wars. We are changing the meaning of words, including words in our uh, statutes and uh, case law across the country to accommodate a cultural and political agenda. In this case, critical theory or wokeism. Mm -hmm. And the word that the Biden administration now wants to change in Title IX of course, George is the word sex. So Title IX of the Education Amendments of 1972 um, regulates every public K-12 through school, college, and university in the nation, and it prohibits discrimination on the basis of sex. But with the Bostock ruling, right, in 2019, um, 
even though that was a narrow ruling, right? And I believe it was Justice Gorsuch who wrote the majority opinion. Ostensibly a, a Trump appointee, a conservative Supreme Court justice who we had great hope in. He was the writer of the majority opinion in that case where he basically said that when it comes to employment law, that the word sex in terms of discrimination, in terms of discrimination can mean sexual orientation and gender identity. But he also pointed out, as did other confirming opinions, saying this decision only applies to employment law. It doesn't apply anywhere else. Correct. And so here is the crazy part. Even with all of that language, you know, black on white, the Biden administration could care less because, in fact, in their very first, I think, weeks uh, in office, uh, they actually sent out a a guidance to the, you know, through the Department of Education, right, on, well, the Bostock decision sets a precedent, and therefore we think that the courts in the future will rule with uh, transferring the same rights and meaning to the education part. So now, here we are, July 12th, 2022, where the U.S. Department of Education published in the Federal Register, a notice of proposed rulemaking to rewrite the federal regulations that implemented Title IX. And it expanding the law scope without congressional approval to include sexual orientation and gender identity. And so now, instead of just discrimination, prohibiting discrimination on the basis of sex, it'll include sexual orientation and gender identity, which will have devastating effects on parental rights, children's well-being, First Amendment rights, when we're talking about freedom of speech, yeah. um, girls' privacy and safety. And also what Title IX really brought about was this whole opportunity for girls to play in sports. That's right. Yeah. That's um, all going to go away. Yeah. I mean, this is this goes back to the um, the concern that many people have over what's called the deep state. I mean, our, our – Constitution set up three major arms of government, the executive branch, the legislative branch, and the judicial branch. The legislative branch is the branch that's supposed to make laws, right? Mm -hmm. The judicial branch, um, they opine on those laws when there's a case or controversy. The executive branch is in the business of enforcing those laws, not writing them. But George, there have been so many federal agencies that have been created, including the Department of Education, right? Yep. yep. And often Congress, when it passes a law, it writes uh, language saying, we will leave it to federal agencies to flesh out the, the, the law. So, you know, the law may be, you know, 20 pages long, but the regulations sort of enforcing and modifying and putting into effect a law that's written by Congress, it can be thousands of pages long. And that's what's going on here now. That these This federal agency, the, the Biden administration, which is the executive branch, is taking it upon themselves to change the very language of Title IX. Yeah, Mark, I couldn't agree with you more that the administrative state, quote unquote, yep. is so huge and there is so much bureaucracy in there. Um, <clears throat> so let's we'll go through, I think there's like eight or nine things that we want to bring up here to our listeners. 
about what this proposed change in Title IX's regulation will do. Uh, the first one, which we've mentioned already, it creates a new category of sex discrimination based on sexual orientation and gender identity. Um, so what this means is that they basically, they're declaring that preventing a student from participating in any school activity consistent with their gender identity subjects a student to harm on the basis of sex. Yeah. So a child can say, well, no, I, I want to, you know, I want to do that activity that was for girls only. I mean, there's very few and limited things in school that you can do that are gender based. Um, we'll touch upon the bathroom situation and the locker rooms yeah. during PE, uh, and, and, and things like that. Um, I mean, th- this is just absolutely ridiculous. Um, here, here goes the second one. Make upholding biological reality a form of sex-based harassment. So the new reg- yeah, that's in quotes actually, sex-based harassment in the law. So if if you insist on someone's biological reality, even though they identify with somebody else, you're you're harassing people. According to Title IX, this is civil rights code that's now going to be enforced for anybody who gets federal money, which is just about everybody, all public schools in one form or another. Yep. So actions like using a child's given name and biologically accurate pronouns instead of a preferred name and preferred pronoun may be regarded as sex-based harassment now under this new regulation. Here's the next one, the third one, normalizing gender identity ideology and harm children's health. So the new regulation will promote gender identity ideology in our schools as mandated policy, encouraging students to believe that they can be born in the wrong body, even though, and we mentioned this on our previous podcast, studies show that if not socially transitioned, 61 to 98% of children will come to terms with their biological sex. But if transition, children will be less likely to reconnect with their sex. And as you pointed out, Mark, it in fact does the opposite. It doesn't reduce suicide. It increases suicidal risks. Yeah, study after study shows that. But this law would uh, encourage people to take that next step and get puberty blockers, uh, cross-sex hormones, and body mutilation surgery. And this potentially or really will lead to lifelong dysfunction and bodily harm. Yeah, that's right, George. Of course, the other thing it does is it creates a head-on collision with parental rights, doesn't it? Yes. Uh, the new regulations would require K-12 through schools to support socially transitioning children to a different gender without requiring notice to parents, the involvement of medical professionals, or legal documentation. These are life-altering decisions. The state is not really qualified to make, but under this new provision, they'd be empowered to do so. So, so let's talk about this one, Mark, because... You and I have gone around, talked in many different places up and down California and many different states. And a lot of times when we talk to parents in either blue, uh, red counties within a blue state uh, or anywhere within a red state, they're like, ah, that that's not, you know, that's not happening here. But more and more, especially over this last year, we've seen a lot of undercover, you know, journalists that are 
basically revealing to us what these teachers are doing, these activist teachers that are in red and blue states. And and one of the big things is this social transitioning. Yeah. These teachers, you know, get creating safe spaces for these kids within their classrooms secretly without parental knowledge, using their preferred pronouns, even changing their names, principals colluding with the teachers to do all of this stuff. Gender sex alliance clubs on campus that kids are being recruited to join. Exactly. And so now what Title IX, and here's why this is so important for people to understand, especially in red states, is maybe you feel like you're in a red state and you feel like, well, if that happens, I can just you know come with the law against them. Well, guess what? If this becomes federal law, what what law do you have left to yeah. go and fight against this? That's right. And, and so, you know, the the teachers union, which I I know is behind this entire movement, and we know this, Mark, and all of the other nonprofits like Planned Parenthood, who really seek to benefit from all of this because they've, you know, they've pivoted their business model to not just be abortions, but mm-hmm. now all of this. Um, you know, gender affirming care stuff with yeah. sex hormones, sex therapy, even, <laughs> even these surgeries and all of that. So that they see this as the future, um, in their industry. And, and so now here we are, the, at the federal level, all of this collusion has taken place to where, you know, the gauntlet's going to come down. Parents, wherever you might be, we need to stand up and start speaking out against this um and and i realize that you know the the date of our podcast right now is is too late because the deadline to submit comments was september 12th uh, we have advertised this before uh, not necessarily on a podcast but parents be on the lookout to see what are some of the next steps that will be taking place with this uh you know potential change uh, it hasn't been made yet, but but we'll see. George, we live, of course, in the crazy state of California, where in 2013, I think, there was the famous bathroom bill yes. that, that was passed, AB 1266, which opened up, you know, personal bathrooms to children who identified as the opposite sex. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you happen to live in a red state, um, get ready. Because according to Title IX, and if these changes go into effect, your bathrooms will suddenly be opened up. You know, uh, uh, girls' bathrooms will be opened up to young men, young boys, adolescents who identify as girls. And that will be a huge new requirement. So any kind of female private facility up, up to date that has been deemed females only and the other way around, anything, um, you know, uh, designated as male only, that's it. There is no more definition of male and female. Yeah. That There is none of that. So, I mean, th- this is just such a twilight zone moment. Like, we are living in crazy, crazy times. And it gets worse, George. Uh, you know, there, there have been famous instances of uh, male athletes who decided that, you know, they identify as a woman and they want to compete as female athletes, uh, track stars, uh, tennis stars, uh, even uh, uh, martial arts. Yeah. And we know what happens in, 
every single one of these instances, swimming competitions, the females, no matter how world-class they are, they don't stand a chance. I mean, even if a man has gone through gender transitioning treatments, their biology remains a man. They are still strong. They have better uh, muscle mass. Their bones are bigger. The women can't complete, compete. Well, guess what, George? If this law were to go into effect, you would see this played out writ large on every school campus in the country. All of a sudden, any boy who identifies now as a female would be able to say, hey, I, I'm now on the girls' team, whatever that means. The question is, does that even mean anything anymore? And, and break every school record they want. That's right. Yeah, th- this is this is absolutely nuts. In fact, um, we, we know that Alliance Defending Freedom and, and other law firms are representing girls who are fighting back against this and and they're being, you know, completely tarnished in the media um, for for doing so. But yes, women's athletics, it'll be a thing of the past. That's right. Um, so another thing that can happen that will happen is that it it really threatens religious freedom and free speech in favor of now this whole gender ideology and indoctrination. Yeah, and unfortunately, George, too often in the past when um, religious rights come up against LGBT and sexual identity rights, religious rights have tended to lose, uh, particularly in the lower courts. Now, the Supreme Court has given us some relief lately, which is good, but we don't know where this is going, and this will be an direct affront, the cha- these changes in Title IX, to people who believe um, on religious grounds that God created them male and female, that there are only two genders, and that it would go against one's religious beliefs to, you know, force me to identify with another gender. Yeah, and, you know, Mark, I think in, in the appellate courts at the state level and then in the circuit courts at the federal level, um, all of these pronoun cases that we've seen have have gone in our favor they have i don't think there's one yet that has reached the supreme court level but if title if this if all of these changes you know get you know confirmed and and go into place i mean that that's really going to be the the next step right it will be you know to, to my knowledge there's no um aside from the Bostock case, yeah. you know, for, for federal employment law. There's no f- other federal statute or law that says that we have to respect people's gender identities. This would be sort of the, the first one. So this is a federal regulation now that would absolutely we would be tested in, in our courts. All right. And then here is the last thing that we want. And this is scary, by the way, this next one. Yeah, this one's pretty scary. Uh, it's going to turn Title IX coordinators into federal law enforcement officials. So this new regulation will give Title IX coordinators sweeping new authority to enforce the new mandates. They empower Title IX coordinators to decide whether to make a complaint against the school official or another student, even if a child does not want to. This reminds me of... Saudi Arabia's Committees for Public Virtue. 
you know, these radical groups that would be empowered to go out in society and look for violations of Islamic law as, mm-hmm. as they see it. This is a scary thing, George. Now we're naming Title IX coordinators and they have sort of a similar power to go out and affirmatively look for violations to this new cultural edict. This is like the 87,000 new IRS agents in the Inflation Reduction Act. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're laughing about it, but it's quite chilling when you think about it. Yeah. Well, uh, parents, concerned citizens nationwide, this is unfortunately the new state um, of the union. Um, Title IX is at risk. Uh, the future of women's sports it is at risk. Um, really, the future for women it just looks so bleak because the transgender revolution um, is is out to basically kill the notion that there are women. Yeah, that's right. Where are the feminists of yesteryear um, to rail against what they're seeing as an attack on womanhood itself? They're they're completely silent. They're silent, or they are they are being silenced. Um, and we don't get to see all of uh, their uproar in the mainstream media. Um, once again, the call to action here um, ended September 12th because that's when the, the deadline was for public comments. However, uh, parents, concerned citizens, please keep a close watch on Title IX updates. Um, you can just probably Google you know, Title IX updates and it'll give you um, uh, uh, just a status of where this is our, where this is in the process uh, of actually getting implemented or not. We also invite you to visit POK's website. We have such good information on there for parents. All of our podcasts are actually uh, there on our website on the drop down menu for podcasts. Um, so you can uh, listen to them there or go on to iTunes or Spotify. Uh, you can download and share our brochures. We have a really, really good triple threat brochure and, and other evidence packages that you can download. We have a bunch of videos, Mark, uh, that we've, we've created, uh, really well done videos. Um, I mean, the, the, the people who have watched them and have shared them just rave about the high quality of, of these videos. And then we have something also that's very important because we hear about all of this craziness and pastors and parents can do something about this, Mark. And you spearheaded the effort to start a really neat guide on how to start private school, but you also look at alternative schooling options in there too, not just private schools. Yeah, that's right. There there are many different options, and um, this is a sort of a how-to guide to explore those. And if you're uh, a church pastor and you have some extra space in your church that's not being used during the week, this also offers you a how-to guide to start a private school in your, in your church. And right up on our front page of the website, we have two very important buttons. One of them is a request to speaker. Mark and I go around, and as we mentioned, we go up and down California and all across the country to, uh, to speak at events and help educate people on what's happening in the public school system. So if you are interested to have us out there, please do so. Usually within a couple of days, uh, no more than a couple of days, we reach right back out to you. 
And there's also a donate button. And in fact, we have a brand new program called the Guardian Angel Program, uh, where you can become a guardian angel children in public schools. Um, and there is a uh, suggested donation amount that you can uh, give in order to be part of that program. And the, all of the things that POK is doing, and especially partnered together with a lot of other really good organizations around the country, uh, we are fighting back against this mayhem. We are indeed. Well, that's all the time we have for today, George. Uh, thank you for listening, uh, and we'll see you next week on Say What? You've been listening to Say What, the radio ministry of Protect Our Kids, where they seek to inform and equip concerned citizens about the crisis in American public education and the forces working against our children. Join us at this same time every Saturday as attorney Mark Schneider and Pastor George Roska Jr. unpack the issues so that we can better safeguard our nation's children. For more information about this program or Protect Our Kids, email the show at info at protectourkidsnow.org. That's info at protectourkidsnow.org. And join Mark and George right here next week at this same time for another episode of Say What? Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.